Hello, hello. Beth Martin's here, just starting up Rockfin, seeing who's going to come on today. I'm all spontaneous, full of spit and vinegar. All right, here we go. Is that the right expression, spit and vinegar? Anyway, just waiting for a few people to come on, say hello in the chat, and Rockfin is live. So I'm going to give you a link for anyone who wants to jump over to Rockfin. You are most welcome on this uncensored private platform. <laughs> that was a mouthful. Here we go. All right. Well, I got uh, a billing ton of air. Hello. Hello. Nice to see you. Lovely to have you here. Yeah, I was up really late. That's normal for me. You guys know it by now. And uh, by, by the way, I'm wearing my monstrosity burger shirt. Can you can you see it? It's uh, It's kind of crazy. There it is. There's the monstrosity burger. I eat way too much of that stuff. <laughs> One of the beautiful restaurants that has maintained no restrictions. And it's been a very beautiful thing. And they're so lovely and happy over there. And uh, it's not exactly health food. I mean, I could order health food, but I don't. I always have the burgers and fries. Hello, TJ Post. Nice to see you. And there might be some new people around. I have... Um, been happy to see the numbers growing and interest growing. Waters above, lovely to see you. It's been a little while, or maybe I just haven't seen Stephanie Martin this year. Excellent. So good. Glad to have you here. And yeah, so late last night, I often end up going on my telegram, by the way. So if you're a night owl and you want to actually interact with me, that might be the time. <clears throat> and my links to my telegram are below in the in the uh, show notes. So I'd love to have you over there. And so I've been, I was going through the messages and I tried very, very hard to keep up with those messages and to be able to see potentially all of them because they're my groups and I feel responsible for what's taking place there. It's not something you, you can't just put something out and then like go fly, be free. I hope you're going to just you know, fulfill my vision and, and do that. There's, you know, you got to take care of and steward your creations. Hello, Stan Wingfield. Nice to see you. Rachel Walter, how can you buy my book? What a great question. I love that question. And uh, so there is a link I am going to grab for you. It's in the show notes below. And I'm going to grab it just for fun, because that's fun for me. So give me one second here. This is the one. Here we go. Clayton Jacobs is here. Yvette Shinebright. Excellent. Lovely to see you guys. So great when the timing just works out. So there is a link in the notes below. And there's also a link in the chat now if anybody would like to buy my book. And uh, yeah, so there it is. Super good. Thank you for asking, Rachel. I totally appreciate that. I'll put up these comments. That's fun for me. I love StreamYard. It's so good. And so when I started flipping through my Telegram and I noticed, you know, God bless that, that person who is posting generously might be listening to this. And I don't mind. I, I actually had a conversation right away. I, I kind of hit my line in the sand. Something. Uh, thanks, Bill Tano. I appreciate that. It's a great book. And, you know, so they're, they're so... Um, um, exuberant. I'm sure you know all kinds of people like this. Maybe you're in all kinds of groups like this. And what do they share? You know, I'm just going to call it a spade. I, I 
I had a hard time even keeping it out of the title of this video. It's fear porn. It's very often con connected with controlled op because who spreads fear porn? Controlled op spreads fear porn. And there's a certain kind of tolerance for it because there's always a stage in waking up, and I'm sure you're aware of this as well, where you need to look at the scary things, right? This is the child archetype, doesn't want to see anything. This is where I was at, literally not hiding under the covers. In fact, I was, I was going strong with my work, doing my thing, but I had to do it with blinders on. If I looked to the right or I looked to the left and I saw all that scary shit, then I felt like it would just take me down and out and I wouldn't be able to keep going on my path. Well, it turned out denial wasn't a good track at all. And there was a whole bunch of stuff that I needed to see. I know you guys, some of you guys will have heard this already. You uh, read about it in my book. And I just got brave and there was a whole bunch of circumstances. My world fell, fell apart. My, my father passed away. My mother passed away. I had a client come through my door that was a victim of unspeakable abuse, things I really didn't know existed. You know, I knew it was bad out there, but I didn't know how bad it was out there, how connected everything was, all of that. So I really let myself see. And the stage that it opens, that door, is, is that you need to start proving to yourself that looking at scary things doesn't, doesn't ultimately harm or take you down. There is a cost, though. And so you need to see, you need to educate yourself, you need to understand that, you know, the government's not your friend and uh, the doctors don't necessarily have your best interest and food isn't what you thought it was and there's stuff in there that shouldn't be there and, you know, EMFs, they're, they're poisoning us daily, whether it's with chemtrails and chemicals or the radiation or electricity, all of those kind of things. So these are good things to know. So you can get out of harm's way, right? That's the purpose of looking that scary beast in the face is so that you don't put yourself and your children on the altar of that scary beast and say, here, you can have me do what, do what thou wilt, right? That satanic thing, just here, here you go. And and uh, Jacqueline Milne, I'm always going to be quoting her because I love that woman. She did um, a very last primal power course on the saboteur and talked about Judas, right? Amazing. And it was the kiss of death that was given to Jesus, not the punch in the face death, the kiss of death, right? Putting those two qualities together that shouldn't be together but when you pair them up, it's just like our controllers saying, hey, you do all of this awful, all of these awful things to yourself. You mask yourself, you isolate yourself, you put poison injections in yourself. And this is all keeping you safe, right? So you guys know, you know 100% that this is a lie. And that's the whole point is to see that lie. But once you see it, then what? And what I notice is that people are getting stuck, right? They are getting stuck in that, in that loop. And they spend day after day after day researching what wrong is happening. 
And the beauty is there's no end to that or the, you know, the, the, maybe not the beauty, uh, gaslighting. Hello, Glenn J. Nice to see you. Queen of Swords is here. Juan Torres, one community, one love. And, uh, hello, A from England. And, uh, yes, great to have you guys here. So that's just the tiny little step. And it's easy to stay locked in that step and be in that loop the whole life, all day. You know, any spare moment you have spending five to six to 10 hours a day researching the scary stuff. And then the new stuff comes every day. We have new scary stuff. So today is a kind of a historical day for me. And, uh, and my community, we get to, um, our restrictions were lifted, right? So it's such a joke. It's such a joke. The beauty is for me that really my life is not, uh, changed. I decided that I wasn't going to follow the restrictions. I also now, I don't have a huge hunger. I do, I do want to, you know, get a few things like boots, right? So I can put them on my feet and see if they actually fit. I've gone the whole winter without a good pair of boots. That's, that sucks. And I want to remedy that. I don't have good mitts. My mitts wore out. And I need I need to put my hand in there and see if it's a right mitt or not, right? Like just little things. I need underwear. I need things that you need to actually see and feel and maybe try on your body to see if it's going to work. The mail order just didn't work for that stuff. And so, you know, this is one thing I'm kind of excited about. And of course, the government has put the, it in the hands of the businesses, whether they're actually going to follow through with lifting restrictions or not. So we're going to get another wheat from the chaff here and see who are the noble people out there that are at least willing to, you know, follow this new move of the government. Anyway, it's just so, it's such a shit show, but we're pretty cured. We're getting cured of, of Babylon. And part of getting cured of Babylon is to flip from the searching for the corruption, the searching for what's wrong, searching for evil, exposing evil, showing evil, educating, educating people about evil. And if you're listening to the podcast of this, which I, I uh, upload to Anchor FM, by the way, and it goes to all the podcast channels, Spotify and iTunes and all that kind of thing, then I'm going quotations around what was I quote, quoting there? Now, darn, I, I lost my train of thought. Oh, well, <laughs> it's uh, it's not what we're being we're being told, and that that um, that fear porn that we are infected with, it's a virus, and we have it. The truthers have it, a special version of it. We're not afraid of the boogeyman. We're not afraid of of, um, you know, getting sick because you hug your grandma. We're not afraid of all of this nonsense. But guess what? We're afraid of the globalist agenda and we're afraid of next level AI and we're afraid of EMFs and we're afraid of the new um, digital ID that is breathing down our necks. And we're afraid of the new treat, the, 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 a pandemic treaty that's been cre being created and and marketed at the international level to our leaders, right? These are the things we see them, therefore we are afraid of them. And what do we do in response? Promote them. We promote the fear agenda. It's no different, right? We think we're so smart because we see through some of the lower layers of that. 
We're not as stuck in apathy, grief, and fear is what it is on the scale of emotion. Where are we stuck? Lust, anger, and pride. That's the place. And especially when you get to pride and you're, you know, judging people for being mastards or you are, um, you know, just thinking that they're so asleep and they don't see and they don't know and all that kind of thing. That's where we get stuck, right? That's the truther side of the fear agenda. And so you get people like, you know, and I'll just name one. You got the David Martin out there. Look at that guy. Look at him. Look at the high-level productions of his uh, videos, his talks, his presentations. Why does it always have spooky music in the background? Why is it set out like a, um, a um, you know, a kind of antique TV situation? Why is it done like a Hollywood production at some level? Why is it produced at all? Why couldn't he just sit down and speak into a mic if what he was saying was true? Why does he need all of that embellishment? So that's just one sign. Sign number two. Now, I don't, I, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to go through any big long list of, of this, but just as one example, go read that guy's bio. There's no way that he could have in one lifetime accomplished everything that's there. Impossible. Strike number three. He is promoting, first of all, the fear, that alone. If somebody only has fear and no actual solutions and a track record of, cre of, of those solutions actually happening and having results, plus the promotion of, of um, germ theory, which you've heard me, if you've been on this channel, you know how I st where I stand on that right? It could be even the guy's got 99% good, which he doesn't. And then, then just that 1%, he takes who sideways? Not all of the quote unquote asleep people, all of us asleep people. And you think, oh, well, nobody's going to really go for it because we're so entrenched and ingrained. Even if you know that germ theory has never been proven, then you're still might be thinking, oh, well, nobody's going to get it. They're going to think I'm an idiot. So I'm going to promote this that, that still has that thread. So I might be able to reach those people, right? And at what point are you going to come clean, right? If people follow you and then they go like, oh, hey, dude, didn't you know germ theory never, never was proven? They're going to see that you were lying to them. You were misleading them. Right. So don't make any decisions for people, what they can handle and what they can't handle. There's another context that that's relevant in, but it's not this one. That's why you need to speak the truth sooner than later, because it doesn't get easier. When are you going to come clean after you've lied to them and, 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 and spread this? And I don't know if you guys are doing that. I'm sorry. I'm in a real rant mood here. It's not easier to come clean later. It's easier to come clean sooner, right? So you got less blood on your hands. And I'm being dramatic about this, but it is a kind of blood on your hands. We have responsibility, very deep responsibility. God opened our eyes to a certain extent for a reason. We are here to serve others, to help them make this massive leap 
into a, a totally different level of self-responsibility is what it is. Not seeing the truth is not the end game. Exposing the lies is not the end game. Creating a new life for ourselves, a new civilization, this is the end game. And yes, there's that interim period where you need to see, and people, you see, hear it all the time, like, is everything a lie? They, they're like, is everything a lie? Right? And we all went through that. Oh, everything is inverted. Everything's inverted. Jacqueline Milne found the most beautiful inversion in the, in the, in the Bible. I mean, she finds all kinds of them. And, uh, you know, eating from the tree of, of good and evil, that this was, this in and itself was going to be evil that you could see as God sees. Well, guess what? It was more likely a better, a better story that explains all of history is that it was eating from the tree of forgetting the difference between good and evil, right? Forgetting, becoming blind, not understanding the difference between right and wrong, not knowing the difference between life and death. These are very, very big distinctions we have lost to a great extent. And it's super tricky because if you happen to be in the high energy up here, in, in, you know, not afraid to look at scary things in the truth or community, whatever that exactly means, it's very wide range, then it's more hidden from you. That's how God always levels the playing field. So those people who are stuck in the low energy, apathy, grief, and fear, it's like they wear a bag on their head. They can't see through it. We all know people that are going to go to the death thinking that they need to wear that mask and social distance and get the latest poison jab and think that it's all of us unmasked people that caused the demise of civilization. We know the people will go to the grave with that. And, and so that's very difficult. That's a very difficult place to come out of. Now us in the, in the higher energy, just as a higher vibration, it's not a judgment, God made it harder for us because high energy, it's harder to see yourself. Your fingers are pointed out at other people. You become a perpetrator to them. You don't know it because you might feel very right in your pride and your judgment of them. And so it's equally as hard for us is what I'm saying, that we're not really ahead of those other guys. It means we have our work cut out for us. Now, the advantage is when you find the programming that holds, holds that high energy in place, it moves very quickly. If you're willing to risk the shame and the embarrassment to yourself when you see like, oh my gosh, I'm really wanting to kill them. I'm really wanting to, to crush and schmuck them. And I found myself, oh my God, did I find a whole new level of anger in this past week as we led up to this dropping of the restrictions, it's been like such a roller coaster ride for me because it's connected with my my son and the schools and all of that kind of thing. And you know, you, and they waited until the very last second to give us any clue whatsoever if that corporation was going to be, you know, following the government's lifting of restrictions or not. Right. So, what did they do? Those snakes. What do they do? They And you're getting my vitriol and my anger here, and I still have some work to do, obviously. 
So they, they said, oh, yes, we're lifting restrictions and replacing them with suggestions. Suggestions, okay? These are how, sna these are how snakes operate. So they're, they're, they're sliding into suggestions, which leaves their door open. Little do they know that the government just dumped all of the liability in their lap, right? They have so much blood on their hands. They know it. People have told them. People have noticed them. Right. We have a, a local group here that they send 1500 notices of liability. Now, I don't think they were super effective, but cheers to them. Bravo to them to do something. And and did our did our governments get the message? D yes. Do they take it serious? No, because we in Canada just go running to our lawyer and say, do I have to do anything? Do I have to do anything? Right. And the lawyer says, nope, you don't, because that has nothing to do with court procedure. You are not bound to respond or do anything. Now, in the U.S., they know like here. Here we think we're oh, we're safe because nobody sues anybody. It just never happens. I don't know. I'm in my whole lifetime. Do I know anybody who sued anybody personally or or got sued? I don't think I know anybody. I'd have to really sit down and think about that. That's like insane, right? Five decades and I haven't seen that. Whereas in the States, for example, they are a litigious society. Canadians have, have very uh, strongly criticized them for that. Now I'm going like, yeah, yeah, good job. Excellent way to go. And um, because here it makes us so complacent and we feel like, oh, I just, you know, I paid my insurance premium and I'm totally taken care of. And the government has my back, multiple levels of insurance. That'll never happen anyway, right? And so then they just go running to the lawyer and get advice. And the lawyer says, you know, don't do anything. So that's that's where we're at. And that's why we have a really different situation here in Canada than, than they do in the U.S. for that and, and some other reasons too. But we have our work cut out for us and it's time to stop the fear porn. It's time to stop following the gurus. It's time to stop being hypnotized by that media. It's time to stop sharing it on my telegram group, right? I'm, I'm making a line in the sand here and I'm, I don't want to be mean to people, but I did finally turn around. Someone posted like, I don't know, six really scary, crappy things like, you know, on, uh, on, on this beautiful chat that is my living room. This is where, this is my private space. I get to say how that goes and I'm done. I'm absolutely done. You know, once in a while, fine. People, you know, are freaking out and they're like, Hey guys, did you see this? You might want to see this. I do it periodically. I'm not saying I'm so beyond it. But what if that was a space for nothing but creation and being resourceful and combining efforts with each other, building, physically building the civilization that is crumbling right now? It is falling. We are daily losing connection with Babylon. And it's not like, oh, we're all like, you know, beautiful, strong Babylon over here and you can't come in. It's like, no, no, Babylon is falling. Basic services are falling. I had a dream this morning. Is this fear porn? I don't know. I had a dream this morning. I went to my local grocery store and it was closing. They were packing the boxes and everything was over there. So I hope that's not fear porn. 
I don't mean it as that. I'm just saying that's, you know, there's a little bit of an infection. I'm not going to blame anybody for that. That's my own infection to, to release next level. And so that's, that's what I want that telegram group and if to be for, and if it's you, if you know, okay, yeah, maybe I'm trapped in this fear porn. Maybe I habitually watch David Martin, every new thing that comes out about him, or I follow some law group that all they do, they take you a certain amount of the way and then they stall and they, and they plateau and they leave you hanging. And it's like, mm, guys, what next? And you're looking to this leader and you're like, what next? What next? Where do we go from here? Perpetrator still perpetrating. What do we do? And they're like, well, I, I'm not sure. I don't know. Where do you go from here? Right? This, it, and that's why we need to take it all into our own hands and treat ourselves like the David against the Goliath. Nobody's going to be David for you. Right? And I've been slinging some stones and I feel like I've got one big stone left. And I'm going to sling it in the best way that I know how to do right or wrong. I'm just going to do it. And what if we all did it and we got the courage to do that? So there's two things happening at the same time. And this is based on what Jackie's been sharing with me about the wall of Jericho, right? So that's how they kept the Egyptians from, from, you know, just having full on access to massacre those who had left Egypt. And, and, the wall itself became the safe, the safe haven. We talked about this in the prostitute archetype of the primal power course that we just did. And it's going into the wall. Rahab, the prostitute, fascinating, bringing those families or family into the wall, into the private, into the household, which is symbolic of the private side of law. This is where we can take refuge. Our controllers know it. They don't want us to go into the private. That's why so many of the law guys out there, when you look into the actual nature of the reality of what they're doing, is to maintain people in the public. Watch for this. I'm only myself just starting to know exactly what that means, but I know the private. I know this. I don't know why I know this. I know it in my blood and my bones. And all you have to do is remind me about it and I'm there, right? And there's there's things that can be done. So I'm actually pretty excited to announce for the first time today that uh, Jacqueline Milne is going to be giving a workshop, an introductory workshop on PMAs. It's not new. There's all kinds of people out there that you can do it with. But for me, it's priceless because the the... The way that Jacqueline has come to it has been through the Bible, through the law, right? So this is uh, going to be a beautiful opportunity to jump in. It's going to be a chance to see who does she want to work with, whether that's in smaller groups or in uh, individual situations, who is actually ready for this level of responsibility. And it is a major responsibility to go into the private that you, you don't have that government to look after you. You don't have that, you know, the, the nanny always going like, did you take your supplements? Did you get your poison injection? Whatever it is, right? And uh, I'm going to stop ranting for a minute because I want to see all of your comments, what you guys are saying. It's always so fun for me. 
Oh, and uh, thank you, Kara. I love you too. Mojo Shop, nice to have you here. Pacific Northwest, no more masks at your job yesterday, even though most didn't follow the order anyway. Yeah, I, I asked my, I called my son earlier to say like, is, uh, what are they doing at the school? Are they wearing masks? He says half and half, half and half. So half, but that's good. That's pretty good. Half, half of the children and their parents to be brave enough to take them off. That's good. That's good. Ah, uh, yes. And, uh, first layer on one skin. Very true. The truthers, uh, fall for the worst psyop. psyop. They think they reach the truth when they're actually falling for the fear psyop hard and they're limited hangout gets it hundred percent. You get it, right? This is it. This is exactly it. Mental pancakes. Hello. Bless you too. <laughs> A mental pancakes is great. I love that. And let's see what else we got here. The way we view the world you believe is how it works for each of us. It's mental. Yep. And this is how we shift our perspective. Jackie's been talking about this as well, that, um, you know, when it, that metaphor of, of moving a mountain, I think, you, you know, everybody sees it some one way or another in their life. Uh, and um, so one way to move a mountain is to like physically muscle through, this would be like the warrior archetype I write about in my book, you know, physically lift one rock and move it over here and then you go back and you get another rock and you physically move it up here and maybe you get a crane or maybe you get a bulldozer and then you're you're shoveling that and you're shoveling and and you know working 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 so there's another way and this is much more alchemist this this uh is to do enough of your inner clearing and deprogramming to realize that hmm that mountain's over there on my left now if our or it's in front of me what if I turn around? Where is that mountain now? It's behind me. I just moved a mountain. This is how the alchemist can work. Literally. So this is what you're talking about. There's so much of this is mental. So much of the, the taking down of good people is done by good people. Right? That's, that's, so, you know, to shift your perspective from this, this constant expose fascination with the evil, fascination with the lies, fascination with the harm and the corruption and the damage. What if we were at least as equally as fascinated by creation? Now, it, there's pain on both sides, right? There's pain in the corruption and the lies and, and all of that. And the, maybe the attacks that you receive for being brave enough to expose. Or there's the pain of creating, right? When I wrote my book, I cried the whole time. And not just because there were obstacles and things in my way and frustrations, but because it brought up a whole new level of healing for me. And that was amazing. By going through that creative exercise over the course of two years, devoting myself, sacrificing a whole bunch of other stuff, not to make you feel sorry for that. It was, I knew I needed to do this and it was painful, but it's the, the pain that you grow on. That's growing pains. That's the pain you want. That pain is full of your power. When you face it, you go through it and then you allow it to motivate you to do the hard thing. The reward is incredible, like off the charts, incredible. And uh, so I'm going to keep reading comments and see, see, see the narrative. Our family 
has changed for the better, amazing better jobs, more time at home, closer than ever after 20 years of being together, gardens for the children. This gives me shivers from head to toe and makes me want to cry, right? This is exactly what we want to be doing. Now, it's not a given that just because you have untold pressure on you and your jobs and your family and your food systems and all that kind of thing, it's not a given that that's going to create for you this new new life that is that's such a good example it it's because you made it so pacific northwest 360 you made it so this has to be done on purpose consciously right when you unconsciously create it's all from fear you're going to make panic decisions you're going to do things you regret you're going to feel terrible. Even if you get some results that you wanted, you're going to feel terrible. It's going to have sucked the life right out of you compared to letting love drive you, letting those fears go, not suppressing them. That's what normally we've been taught to do. That's unfortunately the easy thing, right? When you don't feel it anymore, but you're heavy, right? You have heaviness inside of that. The difference is you can actually expunge is <laughs> a new word from the last couple of years because that's what your body does when it's totally sick with toxins it might have to do an emergency expunge right we call that a cold or a flu or you know um uh stomach flu or some kind of thing right that that your body just goes and fast this is like ah you know okay we got to take care of business here and it's not pleasant, like that's, you get caught in the crossfire there, right? Your body's working so hard and, and, uh, and sometimes that expunge has to happen. Sometimes that does happen emotionally, but for the most part, well, first of all, let me just say it's all 100% in your control. Nobody could do that for you. No one could make that choice for you. No one could tell you what pace to take it at. That's all going to be conscious choice. That's all coming from love. Right. And maybe those of us who've been involved in the, um, you know, personal development, self-help kind of world for a lot of years, maybe you've experimented with letting things go really fast and dirty and ugly. And, you know, I, I know one night by accident, I took too much. Uh, now, can I say this word or am I going to get a strike for it? Starts with a T, rhymes with urpentine. <laughs> And I took too much one night and I was like, you know, felt, felt like this guy actually, <laughs> like this is kind of scary, but I love these guys. Go to Monstrosity Burger, please, for eat some of those burgers. I shouldn't be eating as many of them, but, uh, you know, so we all experiment with, and you find, you find your pace. How much can you let go at a time without re-traumatizing yourself? No, it's not traumatic to go through the pain you didn't feel. It's not traumatic. When you're really going through it, it's just energy. You're passing through it. The other night I'm playing with this, right? So I had some really bad, ugly feelings coming up and I decided, okay, instead of running away from this, I'm going to go right into it. And I was timing, how long did it take me to go through all of it, right? To just, just be in it to allow it to be, the energy that it appears to be, just to allow it. And each and every single time, it was less than a minute. These great big things, and there were some layers, right? So every time I took off a layer, another layer came up. 
I know that. I'm not fooled by that. It, every single layer I took off made me higher and lighter, freer and happier, and made space for something more to come up. Less than a minute for what otherwise seemed to be like untold suffering that was threatening me, threatening my life, literally giving me instructions that I was going to die or that I want to die. These are the programs we're not aware of. This is the mountain in front of you that you don't see. And uh, I think somebody just uh, signed up for something. That's awesome. Nice. For those of you, by the way, before I forget, those who have taken the Primal Power course at any time, I've now run it three times. The last time was the God's Law edition. Now we have a coaching group. And this is going to be on the five archetypes, those primal archetypes that hold our basic fear of not surviving. So if you have already taken part, if you're one of those who've taken part in those previous courses, now both Jacqueline and myself are running a coaching group. I'm going to experiment one more time with uh, doing it by donation in the uh, what I call the life economy, where I am. we are giving it freely. And then, and then in the in the um, hopes that people are ready to also give freely, not in exchange. We're getting out of that exchange economy. We'll see. Are we ready for this or not? I'm not sure. Check out my last rant and reflection if you want to hear more about that. But anyway, for now, it is by donation. And so you are welcome. It's five weeks of coaching. And on these archetypes to to not just like talk about them and learn about them, but to go in and do that work. Many people did that work independently because I provide a whole bunch of tools and audios and handouts to help you sort out those layers of experience. But there's something that happens when you get that second witness, right? Witness is very powerful where two or three are gathered. There's some debate on what that exactly means, but it's a magical thing nonetheless. It's not like God doesn't exist when I'm on my own, but where two or three are gathered, there is something new can happen. And that's what that's a big part of coaching. It's not all of coaching, but leading you to, to that place where you decide, okay, yes, I don't want to cooperate with that fear porn anymore that's inside me that I've internalized, that I've embodied like literally taking it into the flesh, not just as, you know, the etheric Akashic kind of level of uh, Akash, I mean by ether, that realm of, you know, thinking and um, feeling, that's more water actually, but it actually becomes part of your flesh. That's where your body starts to suffer because it's trying to give you a message like, hey, Beth, <laughs> saying, please, something that <laughs> we got some stuck energy here. We got a traffic jam down here. Could you please start letting some of those layers come up, right? This is, this is what can happen. It's a very beautiful thing. You have so much control. You have no idea how much control you have most all of your control here because you are a child of God. If you are a child of God and you are not one of those chimeras, <laughs> I was just listening to Cal Washington and Amanda Ridding talk yesterday, by the way. So if I don't forget, uh, Amanda Ridding is coming on tomorrow onto the King Heroes Journey podcast, 3 p.m. in the afternoon. And uh, Jackie, if you're listening, I need to reschedule with you. Just well, I have, all, I think, all the thoughts um, out loud at one time. 
and she's going to be coming on to talk about contract law, uh, major successes that she's having and people in, in Stanford the are having uh, and the the Canadian Bill of Rights. We're going to go into that again, how to, how to use that, why to use it, the nuances in law about, you know, why we only have really a Hudson's Bay Act. We don't have a constitution in Canada. The, the Canadian Charter is absolute bunk. It's been put there as an act of sabotage. That's why it's been marketed my whole life since 1983 to try to cover up something like the Bill of Rights that really doesn't exist because we don't have a country, but still they're getting results with it in the courts. So I'm very excited to host her. Plus, because she has this energy of she doesn't it doesn't appear to be sitting around complaining, watching the, um, you know, fear porn, promoting controlled op. They're really hip to controlled op over there at Stanford. The, I love that. They're not wasting their time. They're not wasting other people's time. They're going full on creation. And this was the point I was going to make earlier about the wall of Jericho. And this is what Jackie shared with me the other day in the Bible is that I'm just going to need a drink of water here. Is that so they were busy building, I believe this is when they were busy building the wall of Jericho, but they also had their weapons on them. Why? Because they would sustain attacks while they were building. This is the symbol, building the private, but like, oh, perpetrator on my tail or on my kid's tail there. And you can't just not deal with that. That won't work. That's not good, right? That would be total denial. That would be lost with the child archetype, just hiding your head. And so we have to we have to kind of do both. But do we need to get the lo lost in all of the weeds, or are there ways to simplify it for ourselves? And uh, it was actually really interesting. There's a there was the interview. I don't remember the guy's name. It in the end, I was very pleased with it how they did it. And so they were interviewing both Amanda and Cal Washington at the same time. So that was interesting. Now, Amanda didn't know Cal Washington, had never met him. That was really interesting. So when you don't have that reputation to fall back on, you have a different conversation with them. You might be more candid. You might be, you know, like assume they know nothing and all, all of that kind of thing. So very interesting. Highly recommend that, that conversation. And uh, if you remind me on the King Hero chat, I will, I will shoot that link over there as well. And uh, coming from really different places. And so so the hosts is the point of this. By the end, they're going like, well, isn't there an easier way? There must be an easy way. Isn't there a simpler way? Because Cal's answer is education. That's He always says that. What is the solution? Education. Now, you know, education, okay, but where's action? Where is action? Education must lead to action in my mind, right? All of the inner work, the healing work, it's not that you just sit there after, that inspiration and action will come flooding through you like clockwork every single time. That's one of the reasons people won't heal because they know there's going to be shit to do on the other side. There's going to be some work. There's going to be the responsibility of the work is going to be on the other side. And then, and then, so there's Amanda, you know, with very, a lot of confidence in court process and the bill of rights in Canada and, uh, you know, going into their territory and with all this, uh, it's, you know, very high energy, 
still some, still maybe some kill energy in there. If I just, you know, had to, but, uh, who knows, I don't know her or, or what's going on inside of her, but uh, you know, definitely a King hero kind of energy. And, um, and then, the, and then the poor hosts like, but there must be an easier way. Isn't there a simpler way? What do you recommend people do? And it's like, mm, it, you know, but having said that there are the weeds. So we spent, um, uh, I got, I got uh, treated to a weekend out of town. It was so great. And we spent some time going through the criminal code. Oh my God. Like what a murky murky, weedy, pond, murky. Yeah. I just don't even know what else. Like it's, it's, it's gross. Like you almost need a bath after and what you're looking for the actual federal crimes that are being committed have been committed for two years in a row. And, uh, it's so tough to see. Some people are more clear than I am right now. I'm still, I'm still like weeding through this, looking for that. What could we actually charge them with that will stick, you know, that the RCMP are going to take this seriously and all that kind of thing. But maybe we don't need to go into the weeds like that. Maybe there are some, you know, maybe with Amanda, maybe, okay, yes, we don't have a country, but the courts still pretend we have a country. So they have to listen to the Bill of Rights created in 1960. Because if they don't, then they'll be admitting they have no country and they will expose the fraud Fraud has, I now know it's 14 years in jail. That's a fairly long time. Say you're 60 and then you're and then you're 74, right? Or maybe you have compound charges, multiple charges of fraud, which we know they they all will have. And so yeah, how can we simplify this where we're at that wall, we're building the wall of Jericho. So there's a safe private space to go into. So we don't have to spend all of our time troubleshooting the arrows. But we spend most of our time building, right? Civilization's crumbling. It's in our hands. We need to build civilization. What is that back up to you, up, up to? It's the work I've been doing for 20 years to help people find their sacred purpose. They're calling what God is telling them to do. I'm a broken record on this. It couldn't be more relevant than it is now just to congratulate myself. I don't like being right that we got here, but I saw it coming. I knew that each one was going to have to find their contribution, right? So in talking with this person on my group last night that is just posting fear porn, fear porn, fear porn, you know, six, eight, 10 posts a day, fear porn, like, oh my gosh, I finally like enough already, enough. And I don't know if I blurted this out, but I'm just like, what is your contribution? What do you bring to the table that is of value to others? This is, this is a moment of truth when you start asking yourself, what is that? Have you spent any time cultivating it? Do you even know what it is? Are you blind to it? Now, that's kind of a thing about the child archetype, right? We're always at the beginning of our journey at some level. And that means you don't know what the journey looks like, right? Some people, I, I work with clear direction. I maintain clear direction. I have strong commitment. Even though last night I caught myself, I wanted to quit. I'm like, just, you know, after seeing all this fear porn, it's like, what is this for? What am I running all these groups for? 
right? I got the, the King Hero channel and I got the King Hero chat and I got the Manitoba Law and Action group and I've got the, the Canadian Court Procedure group and we got the Surety Bond Research and Discussion group and it's like so many groups and you know, what is this all for? I'm thinking to myself, if people are always need to be reined in about some controlled op and some fear and some, right? Just what is this all for? So I said, like, well, I could just quit. And I'm just like, nah, you know, I still have the thought, but I never do. So what do I do instead of quit? I pivot, I shift. And there was a whole big shift last night. It was like this big ka-chunk, ka-chunk. I'm taking most of my energy back from that. I'm going to make new standards in my groups. Most of them are good. It's just the King Hero chat that's been a little bit more on that side, a little bit Manitoba Lawn Action Group. And I'm just going to take it back and say, okay, this is a space to create, to share resources, to share actual knowledge, not fear porn, not expo expose, but knowledge. My people perish for lack of knowledge, the Bible says. We need to know what we don't know and a lot of basics about life. And we need to know about PMAs, private membership associations, how to take your function, your purpose, the thing that you're passionate about, the thing you're gifted with. This is the, ne the next big thing for me. I'm going to work just as hard now going forward on this to help people to first help myself build in the private and then to help others build in the private, right? So put it on your calendar. If you want to be part of this introductory workshop, that really is an opportunity for Jackie to vet who are the serious ones out there? Who are the responsible ones out there? Because it's not, this thing doesn't work by itself. It comes through you. You could do it without all of the paperwork, but guess what? If you get challenged, if you get attacked, if you create um, something of significance, then they are going to try to take you down. As soon as you become competition for the predator, the predator is like, hmm, we can't let that happen. And I have to hire a whole bunch of people with big hammers to start smashing. Well, you can't. Once, especially if you know, or only if you know what this paperwork means and what it does, then there is an actual safe haven there. I don't even like using that word safety. And you, you're, you, a big part of this is not running from fear, letting fear chase you into this. It's going to be the love of your purpose. This is what saved my life from cancer. I flipped from fear of dying, fear of being sick, fear of letting everybody in my family down, fear of being, you know, made a... a uh, I, this wasn't really my fear, but anyway, to, to love for myself, love for the things I love about the world, the things I love to do, all of my natural inclinations that God gave me, love for free will, love for uh, even the hard things like responsibility, love for healing, all of this kind of stuff. And then that's uh, going to qualify you. But but in the meantime, the introductory workshop will be for anybody who's interested. This will be a good time to come and poke your head in and just see, is this for me? Am I ready for it? Does my passions, my talents, my interests, does it fit this model or not? 
and it's going to be by donation. So it will be accessible. It will be available to people and there will be no, um, I believe no limit on the number of participants in this one, in the ones to follow for those that qualify for doing more work with Jacqueline, then there will be uh, a whole different level of, um, standard there. So, um, yep, I'm back to the chat. <laughs> And I lost a lot of message and missed a lot of messages. Mountain is okay with my anger. Whoops, right? There is, there is righteous anger. Just knowing it's not the destination. You got to keep going. You got to keep going. That's not the destination. You still got pride and courage and acceptance and peace. Peace is not even the destination, right? This is something else. And I'm going to be putting together some kind of a stream. Maybe it will be Jackie that I'll interview about this. And it's going to be on resurrection, we're coming to Easter, although we're kind of flipped the, the, the calendar. So, but anyway, I'm going to do that uh, coming up. Catharsis is letting out the anger to a point because what happens, especially truthers, right? What is the primary archetype where the truther defaults is the lover. Guess what a major shadow of the lover archetype is. Now I'm not um, taking you down or anything or, or uh, poking holes in anything, but when you say catharsis to me, that's just spending emotional energy, spending. What does that imply? There's a cost. And that's why everybody feels so tired after they cathart. Whether you had a big cry or you let yourself have a temper tantrum, a little higher up the scale. What do you feel after? Exhausted. You are empty. And some people like that because that's a, a certain numbness. They don't feel the pain anymore. So catharsis is not actually letting out the anger, unless you're using that word catharsis, for, which really means release to you. So it's not about the word. It's about the actual something. How do you tell the difference? After you cathart, you're exhausted. After you release, more available energy, right? Like magically so, almost miraculously so. Oh, wow. I was spending, you only see it once you're not doing it anymore, how much energy you were spending suppressing that stuff you don't want to feel, right? So the catharsis, letting yourself get mad, use it as a means for releasing. Yes, you're raising your energy, but keep going. That's why I named the next Primal Power Coaching course, Keep Going. This is a maxim, Lester Levinson, who's uh, not alive anymore, but whose work that uh, I have adopted and it continues to work for me. Uh, so, so good. He would say, don't do this to get high because you do get high and that's fun. I like that. It's fun, but don't think that that's getting high is the purpose. Get high to do the work. Get high to redeem yourself. He never said that. Get high for resurrection, raising the dead right? This is what we're doing, raising the dead. It's no little thing. Jesus knows it. <laughs> and uh, gurus totally bought out, right? Absolutely a huge possibility. Maybe they got in trouble. They tried to get out of trouble. Somebody came along and said, oh, here's how you can get out of trouble. And I'll pay you to get out of trouble. All you have to do is take people sideways. That's all you have to do. No big deal. You just take them sideways. They're like, whoa, for money and freedom, freedom, quote unquote. Absolutely. I, I totally see that. They could be very low level, not paid off. And they somehow have just adopted it because the dark side of them is attracted to that. 
Maybe they have something in their life they don't want anybody to find out. That's how they get us. We go out of integrity. We do. We make. We, we make mistakes. We don't exercise our moral intelligence. We don't know right from wrong, or maybe we knew right from wrong. We did something anyway. That's okay. Everybody can be forgiven. But if you go the other direction into like, well, I just need to hide that and make sure nobody finds out. And then slippery slope, you're willing to do all the wrongs in the future. And that's how they get you. Oh, you did one wrong you were willing to do. Are you willing to do the next bigger wrong and the next bigger wrong and the next bigger wrong? And it compounds, right? So whatever you have, whatever dirt you have, it's not a bad idea to come clean about it. To somebody, it doesn't have to be to all the public or on a, on a channel like this on a live stream. Maybe just tell one person and get it off your chest, right? Confession is a thing for a reason because otherwise that's always going to be held over you. If you're afraid for something to be exposed because you're going to lose your job, you're going to lose your husband, you're going to lose your standing with your friends, people won't love you anymore then you are losing energy. There you go. Best, best life ever. Like Midas turning shit into gold. Amen, Clayton, you got it, right? That's exactly what we're doing. Now that shit isn't, it didn't start out gold. You make it so. You literally make it so. And uh, Jason Starr, hi, nice to see you. You said the system is working fine. You know, it sounds crazy, but you believe it. Yeah, the, so that's a that's a common you know, is that a narrative? I don't know. Dr. Graves says exactly that. He created that jurisdictionary course people are taking. It's useful. If you're going to go to court, you know, maybe you're preemptively not there yet, but you think maybe someone's going to take you to court and then you know what you're doing. We should all learn in kindergarten. I don't know why he's not teaching the kindergarten kids this stuff, but is the system working fine? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, the system is crumbling by the day. Is there going to be something to salvage? Is the whole house made of mold by now? The system is not fine. Anyway, that's just my take on it. There might be something to salvage. We're kind of hoping there's something to salvage, like electricity, water systems, internet would be nice <laughs> so we can stay connected. And speaking of staying connected, I just want to make sure I'm not going to miss any appointments here. No, I think I'm good. And uh, Beritaria, yes, I almost have touched down uh, with the local Beritaria group. There's there's a really healthy one here. They're into it. Not a hill to die on, a hill to grow on. Amen. Amen. Right? The little flip. You moved a mountain doing that. You moved a hill. Right? And there and there may be a hill to die on too. That would be you know to die for the absolute right reason in the glory, knowing that you're doing it for the betterment of yourself to glorify God, not some fake glorification that you're going to get approval from people, but the real thing, the real glory, the real purpose that we're here for. Uh, we're all going to die for that anyway, so sooner or later. Hello, Darren Carlson. Nice to see you. The biggest thing is that all of what is going on is still discretionary, all discretionary, very little force is actually happening. So, you know, some force, but not nearly as much as we might uh, think. Now they might say, okay, well, you don't get to make a living. You don't, you don't get to have this job. 
I know I told this story already, but um, they weren't letting my my friend's son into school to go be an electrician. They're not letting him into school because of restrictions, right? So what does he do? He goes and he gets a paid apprenticeship instead. What if he had gone for poison injections instead? See, he had the choice and he couldn't see it. He couldn't see how it was going to happen, but it happened. And here he is making a gainful living while training in the work he was going to go and pay to do academically. Guys, this is the way of the future, right? My son wants to take uh, power mechanics. Well, great. That's lovely. Ho hopefully we still have uh, vehicular traffic uh, traveling. <laughs> that would be really amazing. 333, by the way, you guys, here in Manitoba. And uh, so I said, well, what if I found you a, a mechanic to apprentice and to go and like really get your hands in there and you don't have to wait, wait your turn and wait in line, right? School is just waiting in line. And uh, he was very blasé about it. But this is the potential that we have to just sit. There's people with knowledge out there. Go find them. Offer to work for them for free so you can learn. Maybe they're going to turn around and pay you. That's what my dad did, right? I said, I'm going to go to the, actually that exact same school and I'm going to learn creative communication so I can work in your marketing and communication firm. I decided I needed to make a living and I'm just like, well, this is natural. My, my family's business is right here. My dad wants me to be there. Well, this is natural. And he said to me, Beth, I will train you and I will pay you to train. And I'm like, sold, right? How fast did I learn? Really fucking fast. <laughs> Frighteningly fast. It was actually stressful, you know, intensely stressful. But at the end of the day, I'd rather learn fast than slow. I'd rather learn on real life situations than on fake academic situations where it actually matters, where you're going to care so much that you put all of yourself into it and you humble yourself and you learn. It's nature's way, right? All of this academics, I mean, great. I'm glad as people can learn something or other there, whatever. Great. We pay for it. Go use it, right? We should have access to it. It should not be denied. But that's the way of the future. So yes, the time is now. Step into higher consciousness, all cap letters. She's yelling at us. That's all right, Yvette. <laughs> the fear is engineered to keep us low vibration and stuck. You got it. You got it. That's it. Has everybody joined my telegram, by the way? I want the good ones in my telegram. No offense. I mean, I got, I've got some good ones. Um, I think my friends all went over to Chance's uh, telegram. I think it's more fun over there for some reason. But if you're not already in my telegram, please do join me if you'd like to. That's where I spend my time. I'm going to get you guys a link. And uh, so I'm going to give you a direct link to the chat. There's also the channel, but frankly, if you're in the chat, you see everything in the channel. So you don't have to go through that. Let me see. I'm coming back to you now. Here we go. Here's my telegram. And there's a bunch of other groups there. So if you want to get involved with the law groups and everything like that, just tag me in the Telegram chat and I will see that. Hello, Shannon Legro. Nice to see you. And a judge is bound by legal precedent. And so how far back do we have to go? I know that's where you get into the weeds and the muck and the crap and the shit in there. <laughs> I'm swearing a lot today. 
<sighs> and then and they try to settle out of court. So there's no new precedent set and all of that kind of just nonsense. It takes way too much time. There's something really not right there. Courage is underestimated. Water is above. Sometimes being brave is all it takes to win. Amen. And winning is a program. Not winning is a program. Winning is a program. And there's something beyond that. Just so you know. Yep. So stay private. Yep. But we're not trying to kill the public, by the way. We need the public. When you look at the predator-prey relationship, this is a big another big teaching from Jack Jacqueline Milne, that if you kill all of the predators, guess what? The prey become the predators on the land, right? If you kill all the carnivores that eat the herbivores, then the herbivores eat the land. They predate the land. That's not good. So there is an actual balance. This is the public and the private, the same thing. We don't really want to kill the whole public because we were being the caveman days. It would be nice if we didn't have to go to caveman days. My great-grandmother arrived in Canada, I write about this in my book, with her babies expecting a homestead because that's what they were promised. Well, they didn't find a homestead. The word in Ukrainian for homestead meant unbroken piece of land. So they land, they're, they're like shocked. What does she do? Cover her babies with her own body until they had a shelter and a structure. Can you imagine that? I don't want to go back there personally. I mean, if we have to, we have to, and we'll make do. And we've been preparing. Now is the time, not later. It's now to build that infrastructure. So we, you know, th those of us, this is the beauty of having been maybe a little woken up. We saw the writing on the wall before the pandemic hit. Maybe for the past two years, you have been putting in your gardens, connecting with locals. By the way, on Telegram in Manitoba, there's an amazing hook up with farmers uh, uh, group. Amazing. Like this, this is heavenly for me. The, the quality of food in my diet has done, gone this whoosh like this, like super high quality, high octane, beautiful, local, you know, no certified organic bullshit that actually sets those farmers really far back. You don't know what's happening in that commercial process. You don't know what corners they're going to start cutting. I, I, I've been, I ordered from a restaurant the other day. They, they cut corners now every time. I order and pay for this special condiment. I don't even know why I do. And they don't put them in the bag. And I wanted wasabi. I had to ask for it. They said, oh, well, I think it's in there. I'm like, for real? <laughs> is it for real in there? You just think it's in there. Oh, well, here's some extra. Well, they didn't put any in there. This is a time when everybody's going to start cutting back and cutting corners and that kind of thing. So now we go over into this luxurious private side. When I went to India, one of the most fun things for me was eating at... Uh, you know, a roadside, what do they call it again? I'd have to come up with the word. It's a, there's a word for this. I don't remember. It's a very cute, beautiful word. And then, so it's just like a table in front of somebody's house and then they call it a restaurant. It's a thing. There's no regulations. There's no restrictions. There's no registration. There's no, um, you know, uh, um, public health. And, I never got sick that way that I know of. I mean, I got sick, I think, for other reasons. Because of all those bloody vaccinations I took before I knew better. 
when I went traveling. That's why I think I got sick. Now, you, you still have to buyer beware and don't be stupid just because somebody's putting their food out. You, you know, use your senses. Maybe there's certain ones that are, are uh, practicing better hygiene. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. But it was just so beautiful because you go sit at their table and, and you know, the, the dad would be bringing the food out and the mom would be cooking the food and the, and the kids would be out picking the food from the, the garden and putting it in the dishes and you get these amazing things. And it's just so natural. It's so, it's so exactly what's intended. This is what we can do with private membership association. And, but it has to be done right, especially where food is concerned. So that's just a little bit of a, a warning there. Uh, Singeman, you are a breatharian. Wow, good for you. Been doing it for two hours <laughs> and you will celebrate with pancakes. Amazing. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm being a breatharian right now too. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, see, there you are, breatharian. Good breathing. So, yeah. Yeah, oligarchs have been at this for a long time. Know they are doing like a lifeguard on a tower, watching everyone. Yep, some of them know, some of them don't, but it adds up to the same thing. You are making your market garden all PMA. Amazing, Clayton, way to go. <laughs> High five. <laughs> like that, amazing, right? It's so simple. And then to wrap your head around it, I think this workshop is going to be off the charts, to tell you the truth. It's, uh, you know, in terms of really that the value is going to be there, that's something to to uh, live and grow on, this one will be amazing. So I will let you guys know as soon as there is a link and help Jackie create that. Hello, Peter Birdsell. Nice to see you. Some call good evil and evil good, right? This is where we're at. The inversion. Watch for that inversion. It's everywhere. It's a, it's a house of mirrors is what it is. I saw that the other night. And as soon as you know it's a house, house of mirrors, then you can start to play a little bit in that house of mirrors. Knowing what you're seeing is being inverted. Our own eyes do that, right? They do this. You guys know, right? And and then, so if I try to brush my hair when I'm um, in, in this mirror, it's confusing because I think the brush should have hit the other side of my hair, <laughs> right? It's confusing, but can I adjust? And remember that, oh yeah, this is the side that when I do this, right? Because there's the hand over there, but here's the hand over here, but it's over there, there. You know, but I can adjust. We have power. And uh, Brian Stavely, so nice to see you and thank you for that tip. I, I totally appreciate that on Rockfin. That, that's awesome. You, you like the hair brushing in particular, maybe. <laughs> So, you know, best busy when you got the uh, half the bathroom is out at my desks where I work. So really nice to see you. And thank you. I appreciate that generosity. That's lovely. I have to find out how to convert that into, into um, promissory notes. We'll see. And then Shannon Legro, I know I'm way behind here. Leaving you guys. Uh, you may see things differently. Yes, too many truthers falling out, falling for payola, uh, either intentionally or out of fear. Some people are in movement, weaponize their virtue or view sad. Yeah, weaponize their virtue. Exactly. That's, that's I just call it pride. It is a weapon, big time weapon, and you don't see it. That's why it's so uh, dangerous to others. And when you say goodbye, whose scale do you gauge good? Yeah, you know it. It's written on your heart. That's where the law is, right? It's written on your heart. You know it. And, and it's the same in the work that I do. Does it give you life energy or does it give you death energy? Meaning it sucks the life out of you. This is the distinction. If I have any hope that is my sacred purpose to, to uh, 
to show people the difference. It is a wow. It's a major wake up when you see it like, oh, if I only knew sooner. <laughs> it's not, I mean, it's, it's incredibly simple, but it's, it, we're just used to seeing that inversion. He who increases sorrow increases understanding. Interesting. Yes. And then, and then they got the lover shadow of, of that indulgence in sorrow and suffering. That's the only thing to watch out for, right? So yeah, we need to go through that stuff, but we don't need to stay stuck in that stuff. And that's, that's the only distinction I would make. Uh, the whole thing is an illusion. According to Shannon, all set up to guide us down certain paths, not just the government, all systems and narratives are psyops. I really do. I know I have a girlfriend that is so tired of me telling her everything is a psyop, but it's true. Duality is one constant conflict. Interesting. Yep. I, I am with you there. They call it growing pains for a reason. Indeed. Oh, Stacy is here. Lovely to see you. Been in this darkness lately as well. The wanting to die. Yeah. Letting it move through you. Good for you. Give me a call, Stacy. Just call me out of the blue. That would be lovely if you're still on. I think you may need, you need to go through a lot of trauma. Oh, interesting topic. I, I love this topic, Thomas. Otherwise you will not evolve mentally or spiritually enough to see through the illusion of the matrix. So, and that's a really good thing to have some discrimination around. Is trauma the cause of growing? I don't think so. In all of my years of study, I've been through a lot of trauma, maybe not as much as some other people have. I believe I have a lot of that in my past, uh, before this life. If that's true, it seems like it. We all know trauma in some way, even the most normal life has trauma. Is it the cause of growth? No, it is the cause of death. That's what it's the cause of. Now, as death comes forward to your awareness, like you almost get hit by the bus or you almost die of cancer. You almost, um, you know, you, you got rejected at an early age. By the way, uh, Petra McLaughlin is going to be hosting a, a seminar soon. I mentioned it on my last stream. She pulled out and, uh, and has been promoting on Instagram what I was saying about her. But I didn't say her name, but I want to make sure you know it's Petra McLaughlin. And, uh, and she has the cure for when life dumps you. We all know what that feels like. You spoke out and now your mom doesn't want to talk to you or your, your aunts and your uncles or your nephews don't want to talk to you or shit talk you. And then how do you cope with that? Well, that's a trauma. Now, does it cause you to grow? No, it causes some people to get bitter and old and crusty and stay in anger. Like truthers can stay locked in that angry place. It's not the cause of life. Trauma is not the cause of growing. Life is the cause of growing. This happens naturally. This is nature's way. If you just get out of the way with all of that death stuff, and you release the death, you release the illusion of death, that's really the life energy pushed down and rejected, just like Petra is going to be teaching about how to turn that around and make it the biggest gift ever that you got left behind or rejected or pushed out of an important circle called your family or your job or your community. She's going to show you how to flip that. Now, it doesn't mean that that, that thing that happened to you wrong is the cause 
of the flip. It's not. You have to make it so. You have to be the bridge there. You have to build that out. You have to intend it. People would say to me, oh, it's a good thing you got cancer. It was really meant to be because now you're helping people this way. It's like, no, dude, that was a huge mistake. I didn't need to get so sick I almost died. That's what I did, though. Was it traumatic? Holy shit. Off the charts. But it wasn't until I dropped the fear that I began to live. The fear was driving me right to my death. It wasn't until I decided, got to turn this. I got to put that mountain behind me. And I literally completely 100% transformed the nature of not just my ideas and the etheric realm, but the nature of my body. It went from being mostly dying to mostly living. Even death is not the enemy. There's a process inside yourself. It's always, there's some kind of word for that, something phage where you're, you know, you're consuming dead material in your body, making room for life, you know, maybe reabsorbing uh, whatever could be used. The body's great at reuse, whatever it needs, it can get out of it. Cows eat cardboard boxes. I saw that in India, right? Like they can take our boxes that we would throw in the garbage and uh and make good on it this is but it has to be done now a cow won't do this but it has to be a choice and it's only conscious so anyway that's a really big uh speech about that thomas hope you don't mind two or more stephanie said i haven't found truth i keep finding lies see this is beautiful this is a beautiful distinction if you know the difference between truth and lies right the lies <clears throat> Like I said, they have to be seen. The truth will give you life. The truth will set you free. Life is freedom. Although everybody's going to have their own private relationship with that freedom. Just like God, if you say God and freedom is the same, you have your own private relationship. No one, not the government, no one can come and regulate your relationship with God. That's what they're trying to do. That's why God is, is the enemy. That's why people of faith are the enemy. And that's all about that. So Shannon uh, said, dominion, not law, not man's creations, just self and dominion over self. So maybe we have a little, you know, I, I like, I like putting myself under God only. That's where I am. <laughs> I have no actual choice. I, I am, I am, I did not create myself. I was created. Right. So it's a really good distinction. I was created that therefore I am a child of the creator. Just like my son, he didn't create himself. I did that. God made me. So in a way, God made my son too, right? We're, so then we were given dominion. Dominion means responsibility, guys. It's not to dominate. That's a, that's a tyrant's way to look at it. Not to like, oh, greedy, greedy, greedy. I get everything for myself. No, no, it's responsibility. It's like paradise is wild, right? You, you throw a couple of seeds on, on the earth and pff, it explodes into chaos. Well, you got to start managing that. Oh, they're, they're all popping up and they're going sideways because they're reaching for the light that's over there. Well, we got to put a fan on them and make them strong so that every time they bend to the light, it's not going to create some, you know, 
leggy kind of plant, just a little example. You got to manage, if you're going to bring life into the world, you're going to have to manage that. You don't bring a child into the, into the earth and just like, oh, see, you're, you're on your own. Doesn't work like that. You have responsibility. To me, that is the dominion that we have. And thank you for that love. I appreciate that. That's a big speech. Garden with an AR handy. I don't know what the AR is. Sounds good. Wearing the same shirt as you right now. What are the chances? Right? We're both fans of Monstrosity Burger. And here is the... Can't even get off my couch here. There we go. Monstrosity Burger. You should go get one of these. They have hats. They have all kinds of... I think they have stuffies. We should get some stuffies. Yeah. How behind am I? Something about food poisoning. Yep. And uh, buffering bad. Oh, too bad. Expatriate, uh, expatriate uh, Kay Allen said, and leave that jurisdiction behind. Interesting. I don't really even know exactly what's involved with that expatriate. Uh, but I, uh, oh, Karen B is here. So good. We have some awesome people in the zone. Lovely. I didn't see that earlier. And uh, yeah, so that means, it sounds like leaving your country, like uh, status correction kind of thing. Should get Carl Lentz on. Yeah, I've I've uh, thought of him many times. You found a seminar he did in 2016. Is he is he doing interviews? Is he out there? Um, interesting. I I connected third party with with uh, Dean Clifford, and you know it would be great to have him on a show. But and then he said, well, what if I have her on my show first, and then I'll get to know her, and uh, then he he he'll know that I'm not. Um, one of those uh, common law people, so to speak. And uh, yeah, and always good to happen on a stream. Ray of Sunshine, that's lovely. Thank you, Windhammer. I appreciate that. And hola, bad goy ent. And uh, here's my telegram. Flat Accord Music is here. That's lovely. Faux Roberts, fear eats itself. Yes, this is a good thing. Faux Roberts. Uh, yeah, fear does eat itself. That Ouroboros, I see it over and over again that that is that is the nature this is not nature eating the tail that's why fear is not natural very people oh, oh monstrosity burger shirt uh, brett morgan on on uh and if you're not in in winnipeg or not in manitoba then i will hook you up with monstrosity burger shirts i'm sure they would be happy i mean, can't speak for them but i'm sure they would be happy to send them by mail and uh, so, yeah, just message me, Beth, at BethMartins.com if you want a Monstrosity Burger shirt. I don't mind passing on some of those messages. And uh, that would be fine. So, yeah, fear eats itself. So the Ouroboros is not a symbol of life or eternity. To me, that's wrong. What are we truly in is a spiral. It's open. It has no end up and it has no end down. The higher you go up, the more bandwidth you create in both directions. That's why raising your energy, it, the work gets harder for you. That's why people don't want to do that. They know there's going to be some hard work on the other side. But it's not the point just to raise. Many messages out there is about ascension. This is wrong. This is, this is a trap. We, 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 you know, that's like Lester said, don't get high. Don't do this work to get high. Get high to do this work keeps you humble. It keeps you always going, okay, where is my motive not clean? Where do I need to go to the next level of healing, of self-honesty, of making uh, amends, making right on wrong? We're very trapped in that. 
and it and it can feel right. But all you end up doing, if your thing is ascension and you're going up, 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 is all you're going to have to do is suppress the crap out of that other dimension, the lower dimension that you're creating at the same time. All righty. And uh, you're grateful to catch up some common sense. That's nice to have you here. So good. Ben Krupa. Hello from Ottawa. Jetserman. Nice to see you. Welcome if you're here new to the channel. My name is Beth Martins. <laughs> sure you know that part already. Hello, Vocal Local pop-up. Uh, roadside. Dabas. Ah! <laughs> you got it. You nailed it. There's a get a prize there. Bala Ulati. Roadside Dabas. It's a go to the Daba. Yeah, I still have like such a uh, very, very good memory of the um, spinach kind of burger thing patty that they would create out of spinach and potatoes, like delicious. I would go every single day for one of these dabas. It's roadside dabas. Exactly. You got it. Somebody knew the word. So great. You must be in, in India or from India. I was there eight times. And uh, Shannon said... From what I see, the duality of victim versus predator is in every area. These people created these structures. Just my view. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, in, in integrating dualities, it's um, it's maybe where the word balance comes in, and consciousness, choices on purpose, right? Not just letting things happen, but doing your part. And uh, cutting your hair in the mirror is hard. <laughs> it's really hard, and that's why they put. On uh, ambulances, they put the word ambulance backwards because they know you're going to see it in your rear view mirror coming up behind you and you can't read backwards. So it's a thing. Yeah. Ever since you woke up, you feel so strong. Good for you, Rachel. That's amazing. You don't doubt yourself anymore. You don't need validation from anyone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just had to say that. <laughs> and there's Brian on the other uh, side as well. Love today's topic. Just got here. The truth movement at large becomes a fear trap with rabbit holes that are usually nonsense, giving our power away. You got it, Brian. Absolutely. hundred percent. And uh, yeah. So time stands. Virtual signaling is a sign of someone without virtue. Well said. Excellent. And Karen, thank you for that. Basically the foundation for you and why you do this. That's awesome. You are a tireless warrior. Same with Karen. Big shout out to you guys. And Rose, who I've been in good contact with, Stub stubborn people double down. Yep, they really do. And uh, Jay Crinty, nice to see you back in 2020. You were full of fear what the government was going to do and how hopeless it was. But now you did a complete 180. Yes, you still have anxiety, but not the fear you used to have. Yeah, that's that's it. I, I will never try to claim, you know, here I am the person letting, uh, helping everybody let go of their fears. I should be perfect at that. I should be like utterly fearless. Well, it's not, it's, it's moved me into new places. It's, uh, it's humbling me. It's bringing me to my knees. And I think that's by design in God's eyes that you never, you never can really truly get ahead of people. That's, it's not like that. The more work you do, the, the bigger your challenge and, uh, and so it's great just to be honest about that. That was the problem in the yoga world is they were all supposed, supposed to be so spiritual and they were supposed to be so spiritual and have it all together and be all healthy. And all it made them do was suppress their shit and turn into kind of animals against each other. Not very nice. Hello, uh, Babchia Turco on Rockfin. You mentioned a PMAs are on parallel with what you've been reading, looking into Pantera. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure. I've heard some different things. Uh, have, 
uh, formed them like 15 years ago. And yeah, they're not new. They're not new. And, and uh, rich people actually know how to create these things. That's how they protect their wealth. So you can't just come along and, and get it from them. Ain't no sunshine when it's gone. I can't remember how that melody exactly goes. That's something like that. JFK 911. All the psyops trick the truthers into actually more fear than the normies cause. I know. I know. Like, really, it's, ugh. I felt so sick. I literally wanted to barf when I saw that video on my on my channel yesterday. Mind fuckery. You got it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting, Bala. And, and, I, and I like how you... Uh, wrote that. I don't even want to say the word because that might get my uh, possibly taken down, but the Ukraine. So I saw this, I saw this on some, like there was there's something spooky there. I'm not sure what you're saying exactly about it, but yeah, another massive psyop. If you haven't seen a movie called Wag the Dog, I highly recommend that one. I'm sure you guys know how they can literally Hollywood create almost anything. How you react to trauma determines whether you grow or not. Bingo right? Bingo. The choice that you make about it, the conscious choice, that's, that's it. Do you accept the lesson? Again, bingo. That's it. Or do you reject it and make it somebody else's, you know, always, always, yes, you were victimized. It's true. This is one of the primal archetypes, by the way. You can still get the original course. It's up for donation. You can just independently go through all of the materials. You might even be able to do it in time for the coaching that's uh, coming up starting on Sunday, the 20th on the, I believe that's the fake equinox. So not bad timing. And uh, yeah, mass, mass formation, psychoses. It's the same old, same old, right? Deception and lies, Kara. Yep, you got it. And then uh, I know what a strange shirt for us to both have on right now. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. They are, they're awesome over there and, uh, and really well positioned for PMA. They've basically done mechanically what you needed to do. So they made their own rules. And uh, here's how they complied with restrictions. They put uh, uh, an iPad up at the front of the restaurant and a sign. And it says, scan your QR code here but they don't man it and they don't stop anybody and they don't do anything. And then they called the, the uh, controllers and said, here's what we've done. We are not paying to man this station. It, it will cost you $10,000 a day or something. I might be making that part up. It'll cost you daily if, if we're to do it, or you send somebody down to do it for you never heard from them again, as far as I know. So it's just like, it's so simple. Now, if they have all of the paperwork, so if they come again and they go like, you know, monstrosity burger, it's getting all the business and nobody's going to McDonald's anymore. Right. Can I say that word on YouTube? And, and then they, and McDonald's get, gets mad and they want to come and crush monstrosity burger. Well, if they have all their paperwork for the PMA, then they will be officially in the private. They can't do anything to them as far as i understand seems to be foolproof and uh fierce fight or flight and is natural yeah interesting debate i think i've already talked about that but uh, i won't go into it anymore crimson angels here alicia luna nice to see you thanks for that love recommend watching uh, dave jose the real truth and history that take over america great video and that's why you just cut most of it off i know create this is how you get off the fear porn. If anybody feels addicted to it, and it is an addiction, it is, right? It, because there's a familiarity in it. You you always get to stay stuck in the way you are stuck. There's a pay, that's a, that kind of payoff. You don't have to do hard work. And 
And then so the way to really get off it is to just give yourself a project. Tell yourself like, okay, I'm going to write that book or I'm going to create that course or I'm going to study that subject that I really want to teach or I'm going to figure out how to fix cars and turn and make, make an engine that runs on water because we really need that. <laughs> and I'm going to have to go soon, I just realized. Uh, so I'm not making it through all these awesome comments. So good. I, I really hope you guys do come on and bring your positive, beautiful, creative nature. And this is how you get off the fear porn. Yep. Yeah. And uh, yet keep her in your prayers, Emilios. Absolutely. But um, she's she is a warrior. Her, from what I, if I could speak for her, her desires to help people right? This is how you, this is how you get through hell is not by abandoning yourself. That's a nurturer shadow. I also write about in my book, by the way, if you haven't seen my book, I bet you have, but I like to do this because I feel like Vanna White showing you how it looks. Isn't it pretty? If you get up closer, you'll see that it is a picture of the not flat earth. I think it's a very old map. And, uh, but nonetheless, it was a beautiful one that I wanted to know. There's the book of the back of it and me lounging. I don't lounge at all. There's, I just have a picture of me lounging. <laughs> I was laying on the rocks. And so, yep, you're most welcome to grab those. And uh, V uh, Ace, I'm, nice to see you. Fear, negativity is highly addictive. It just really is. It's, it's what you know. And, and you think you're raising energy but you're really losing energy. You need to know the difference between those two. It's a fine, it's not a fine line, but it is a razor's edge. And once you see it, you can't unsee it. Um, they tell us truth in movies. Wag the dog is a prime example. Exactly. Love from Mumbai. Nice. That's awesome. I, I never was in Mumbai. I was in the uh, north of India in the Himachal Pradesh, the Kulu Valley. I also was in... Uh, the South, I made it all the way to Trivandrum. I spent quite a bit of time in, um, oh, I want to call it COVID. That's weird. Not Kovalam, Goa. That's it. Those two also. And then I got disillusioned and I went to uh, just really study, 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 study. Work is, uh, and you can't learn too much, but it's to be, it's to be created with, not just become the perpetual shadow student, which is a shadow of an archetype. And uh, you did not come here in this realm to lose, Kara, standing in your power, embracing your divine spark. Amen. Sister, I have a lot of admiration for the work that you are doing. A lot. Okay. And uh, hide in plain sight. Yep. That stuff, we we know it. And uh, yeah, so I think that is pretty much it. I'm going to sign off for right now. And I love you guys. I'm glad I came on. I actually feel like so happy right now. <laughs> Way happier. So I appreciate very much that you came uh, to share in uh, this communion that we're having, taking part. It's lovely. So I got to run because I've got something about to start with a client. Earth is flat, space is fake, nukes are fake, Jesus is the son of God, no fear. Amen. Right? You just said it, timestamps. You said it. That's the whole thing. You got it. All right. I love you guys, and I will see you soon. I think I'm going to, I'm going to, let's see if I can do this. Do this, do this just for fun since I can. Eh, maybe, yes, I can. Let's see. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that wasn't it. Wrong one, wrong one. Oh, well, I won't do a fancy this time. I'll do a fancy another time. Background? Yeah, I think background will do. Excellent. Okay, bye for now, you guys. Lots of love.
Have a good rest of your day and put March 30th on the calendar. See you tomorrow with for Amanda writing. Oh, and the very last thing, TJ Mars of URLaw.com is going to be on Friday. I had a really good talk with him and I totally love him already. So stay tuned for tomorrow and Friday as well. Bye guys. <laughs>